Welcome and join me today on the Hi Hello Sura Show, where I decode and deconstruct the stories, secrets, and skills of the creators of our time. If you are looking to challenge the status quo and get new perspectives, join me as I share with you practical advice that you can use to impact your life and help those around you today. Hey there, and welcome to the Hi Hello Sura Show. I'm your host, Sura Almeini. I'm so excited to bring you the second part of our three-part series on the importance of human-centered design for innovation and creativity. Today, we're joined by Dan Miller, the Senior Executive Director of the Northern Region of United Church Homes and Parkview Community. With over 32 years of experience in the post-acute healthcare industry, Dan brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to the table. In this episode, Dan will be sharing with us some of the details of the innovation project and the impact it had on the residents and the organization. We'll be discussing how putting consumers at the heart of creation has resulted in more innovative and creative solutions, not to mention more engagement with the residents and the employees at the heart of United Church. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Well, Dan, welcome to the show. Thank you. Good to be with you this morning, Sarah. Oh, well, thank you. It's, it's really great to be with you as well. And, uh, you know, for those listeners who don't know, Dan and I were able to work on a project together. Uh, and so I really feel like it's so strange that, you know, we're not in communication as much as we were, you know, because when there's a project, there's so much momentum and, you know, we're jumping on calls and like in action mode. So although it's only been a few weeks, it feels like it's been a really long time. It does. <laughs> so, um, for our listeners who are not really aware, uh, you know, you are um, at uh, United Church Homes um, and specifically at Parkview. Um, and, but could you give a little, uh, give our listeners a little bit of background to, um, you know, the space that you're in and, and, and sort of what do you get up to? Sure. So uh, United Church Homes has been around for over 100 years. We started uh, out being a uh, uh, home for the aged way back when of the reformed church so we are affiliated with the ucc church um, park view community is one of our communities within united church homes it is located in sandusky ohio yes and um, we have uh, skilled nursing which includes rehabilitation long-term care memory care and then we have uh, assisted living and independent living apartments and we have independent living cottages so th those are our primary services that we have on this campus that we Yes, that's amazing. And so, um, Dan, how, have you always worked in the aging space? Is that, uh, has that been your calling or you stumbled upon it? Like, how did this come to be? Yeah, so uh, my father was actually a UCC minister. And uh, when I was in the first grade, he took a position with United Church Homes at Fairhaven Community, which was the first community of United Church Homes. So we lived in the parsonage uh, next to Fairhaven community uh, from first to fourth grade. And so wow. I kind of got to know the residents very well over there and loved it. And uh, my last semester of college, I decided to do an internship at Fairhaven and um, went directly from graduating college into what they call an administrator and training program. 
did that with the United Church Homes and uh, worked for them for 18 years, left for five years and have been back five years. So I've been doing this wow. work for, been doing this work for 32 years. That's so incredible. And, and I think that's one of the things I would say is that in this experience with this project, just like the the, the commitment that everybody uh, that works there has, you know, it's, it's really, it feels like it's a calling. Uh, it's very, it feels very purpose-led. Um, and um, there's just that kind of drive that underpins all the actions, which was just so compelling and so motivating for me to be a part of and witness. Yes. And uh, our current executive uh, CEO, Reverend Daniel, uh, has really brought forward even, you know, really a higher standard of mission, vision, and values to the organization. And um, you know, I, I've always felt when I worked for them for all the years that we were extremely mission oriented, but now it's like uh, 2.0 <laughs> mission, right. vision, and values. So, Yes. It, it really is what we're all about. And uh, the project we're going to talk about today is just, to me, another extension of how we can live our mission and vision. Right. Well, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but it, a big underpinning of foundation is all about um, abundant life, abundant living, and, and that holistically in all aspects of, you know, body, mind, spirit, soul, everything. Uh, is that is that an accurate representation? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so we want, we definitely want our residents and those we serve to live abundant life within community. Uh, so we, we talk a lot about community. We talk a lot about uh, what can we do to enhance and improve services, provide great customer service. And uh, so anxious to talk about this project we took on. Yes, absolutely. And I, I love what you say about um, that the project, uh, and excuse us listeners, because we will get to it. We're not going to keep you hanging for too long. Uh, but what's really cool about it is that really is just another expression of what is already like inherent. And so, you know, in my background of innovation, creativity, we really talk about having empathy with the consumer and being, you know, customer focused. So, you know, um, one of the modules that I have, I say, you know, your cousin is not your audience. So it's about, like, you know, not making assumptions about the needs, beliefs, and wants and desires of individuals, but really being there with them. And uh, what we did, uh, which I thought was really uh, incredible, is that we put uh, your residents at the heart of, um, you know, uh, the creation process. So they are the users, but they also became like the master facilitators in terms of creating the solutions and refining them. Uh, you know, uh, and and um, just to kind of step back a bit, what we did is we we looked at uh, you know, how to enhance life uh, for the residents. That was that was the you know the big uh, the big thinking that we were rallying around. So I'll pause right there and just sort of uh, you know ask you, Dan. You know, how was that as an experience uh, for you? Yeah. To me, it was great because uh, since I've been here, we, we've met with the residents. Uh, we have a resident meeting every month. We have resident council. And um, you know, right away, when the first year I came, they're like, we, we've got to do something with our walking path. There's a walking path that goes around the campus, around right. our pond. It's beautiful. Uh, it had become into somewhat disrepair. So let's do something about that. So we all rallied around it got some, you know, figured out what we wanted to do. Actually, we were able to raise some money and get that that done and we've done probably three or four projects 
since I've been here like that. Um, but with this project and um, being in partnership with you and also with uh, AARP Innovation Lab uh, and the folks that came from there, um, again, it was almost like what I said about the mission, kind of 2.0. This is what can we do with our residents and really get their input and what's, um, what's going to be important to them and how can they be a part of the solution? Uh, so, so that to me, the process of going through all that was so neat. And, and just to say to them, what could a thousand dollars do? Uh, if you got a thousand dollars, what could it do to enhance the lives of the residents that live at Park Peak community? Um, so it, it was so neat, you know, obviously to see the many, many, many ideas that they came up with right. and then how we went through that process uh, to narrow those. Right. And yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I love that you say like 2.0, you know, obviously being in partnership with uh, AARP uh, and having, um, you know, that incredible wisdom um, and then also powerhouses and innovation creativity as well as aging uh, and then being able to witness that with, with the residents. And what was really interesting is that, you know, just like other projects that, you know, some of them came are uh, preloaded with their ideas and solutions, uh, you know, and all the props uh, affiliated with them. Uh, and then um, as we went through the process, how things got, um, you know, clustered together in terms of patterns um, and then the refinement. And so I thought that was really uh, interesting because it really is following the same cadence as any other project would, you know, with any other audience. Mm -hmm. Well, and we did this as an experiment. Originally, when uh, Michael Hughes brought this to United Church Homes as an idea, originally he wanted to do it with our, our staff right. and with our teams with that. And um, with so many other initiatives going on this year, uh, we decided let's try it. This is a pilot with the residents. And uh, I'm so glad we did. Um, we, I think we ended up having 15 to 18 residents participate. Um, they were anywhere from 70 to 99 years old. Um, they were extremely engaged. Uh, we had, I think, four meetings. The, the first session was a two-day meeting. And, uh, yeah. and yes. I don't know how much detail you want me to go into as far as the, the, uh, the ideas, but I think we, I think we ended up with about 22 ideas. Right. Um, and then we can talk about kind of the process of how we narrow those, um, you know, to, to get down to three main themes. Yeah. It's, it's really incredible. And I think what's great is that the, the themes are so intrinsic to, um, the things that will enhance life for the greater community, right? Just beyond, beyond those individuals that are participating, they have the potential to, you know, kind of have that impact, uh, you know, throughout Parkview and also potentially, you know, to other locations. Yeah. And, and the thing, one thing that really stood out to me, you know, I've obviously led teams and been on teams for the last 32 years. So one thing that really stood out to me during, as a part of this process was something called greenhousing. And it was um, just making sure that we were suspending our judgment. We weren't shooting ideas down right away. We could, you know, a lot of times when an idea is brought up, it's all of a sudden, okay, well, why can't, you know, we can't do that because it's going to cost too much, or we can't do that because 
only a few residents are going to enjoy it, or we can't do it for you know various reasons. Um, so that you know, just even that alone, uh, for me, even personally, you know, making sure that I'm a little bit more conscientious when somebody brings an idea to us, rather than right away uh, our minds going to why it's not going to work or why we can't do it. Let's look at maybe how can we do that and or what, what's really at the heart of what that resonance is, is saying, you know, is there something, maybe we can't do it quite exactly how they want, you know, want it done or they brought up that idea, but is there a way that we can um, really get to the heart of what, the, what they're really after and, and how can we make something happen that's going to enhance their life? Amazing. And I, I love that you bring up um, greenhousing, um, you know, as that kind of suspension of judgment. And and I imagine that anything that we have experience in, you know, you've mentioned that you know, it's been like the last 32 years. So I imagine you have a, a big uh, backlog of experience and, you know, potential pitfalls. But then even switching that and you know, uh, when we went into the refinement stage, I think that's where we really leaned on yourselves and, you know, uh, Amy and Andrea and, you know, everybody there really to say, okay, let us know about these pitfalls, but then equally, how can we solution for them? And I feel like that was super powerful to have uh, you so baked into that process. Yeah, and, and when we when we looked at that, we we had all the ideas taped up on the walls. Um, right. and, and literally people went around and they kind of voted on, okay, what, what are your top thoughts? What are your top ideas? And we were able to take those and then kind of group them more into themes because so, some of the ideas we did find somewhat overlapped and right. could be almost put into a theme. Um, and, and therefore we could get more things done. Um, you know, so we, we narrowed it down to, to three themes and, um, and then, and then we went through the stargazer exercise, which, which again, I had never done. And it was a really neat way to show um, very visually about how, um, how impactful is this going to be? You know, is it, uh, we, we graphed out on literally on a, on a map, is it financially feasible? How broad of an appeal to the community is it going to be? Can it be run by our residents? How easy is it going to be to roll it out? Um, is it holistic? Is it you know is it going to help their mind, body, and spirit? And uh, can it provide some benefits pretty quickly? So each one of those points, we kind of graphed on a uh, on the stargazer, and and the further out that it was, uh, the more realistic and and the more likely that we could take this idea and really get it moving quickly and and really have some impactful um, outcomes from it. That's great. Yes. Yeah, so, so, I mean, can you see that this tool being used in other scenarios? Because it sounds like it was able to give you the sort of objective perspectives on how the ideas were performing and also opportunity areas of uh, where they could be nourished even further. Um, what Does the uh, spark any other connections for you in terms of usage in other areas? Oh, yeah. I mean, even with our teams, you know, when, when we're talking about process improvement or we're talking about you know, bring, maybe bringing on a new service area or, um, you know, enhancing something we're already doing. Um, going through that exercise would be extremely beneficial for us. That's great. That's great. So with that and greenhousing, you guys are set. 
<laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, well, hopefully we can uh, get some more of that, um, you know, next year for sort of staff as well so that some more individuals are exposed to some of these mindsets and tools um, and they can be, you know, embedded into other projects that you're doing um, throughout the organization. Mm -hmm. And so now it's been, what does it mean? It's been like a month since we did this project or so, you know, yeah. what are your, uh, you know, what are your, uh, how's it been with the residents uh, talking to them? Has there been any uh, feedback? Oh, absolutely. So, so, so we go through this process, we narrow it down to, or the residents really narrow it down to these three ideas. Right. Um, they kind of figure out which idea they have the most passion for, and they split up into those three groups and they, you know, they work together on putting together the pitch to go back to United Church Homes because they knew and thought, you know, one of those ideas was going to get the thousand dollars is what right. you know, they had assumed. Um, so it was really neat to even see them work on putting together their kind of the, the pit, what I would call the pitch um, for yeah. their idea. And uh, we were able to videotape those and, and share those then with leaders of the corporate office. And I think a couple board members of United Church Homes were even a part of that. Um, so fortunately for us, I think they, they meaning the, the uh, leaders of United Church Homes and the board felt so strongly about each of their ideas that they ended up funding all three of them. That's wonderful. So all three are getting the thousand dollars. So we've um, purchased gift cards so that the residents can literally have that funds how they want to use it. Um, yeah, we're we're going to be there and support them. We've uh, we've got residents already that are working with our um, development staff, looking at grant opportunities to help even get more money for some of these projects going forward. So, to me, it's just so neat to see our residents um, really take this and run, you know run with really leading it and following through with this. Mm. And, and the other thing I found uh, really interesting during the process was, um, you know, there, there might end ended up being like five people per group or six residents per group, but those residents were extremely concerned about, well, let's make sure with these ideas that the entire population of residents of Park View can benefit from this, not, not just, you know, may, maybe I'm more ambulatory or I'm able to be physically more active you know, for those residents that maybe are, how can our idea also benefit them? So they were, it was really neat to see them be concerned about and, and think about how we can really enhance the lives of all the, all the residents that live here, not just the group that participated. Mm. What do you think, uh, I don't know, like, what do you think the secret source is to having that level of, uh, engagement you know what do you think is sort of driving all of that um well I, I think a lot of it goes back to what i talked about a few minutes ago with just the mission vision and values of uch um yeah we have a we really have an innate culture of wanting to be inclusive wanting to give people's ideas their feedback their input uh, wanting them to be involved mm -hmm. uh, we try to have very active um volunteer opportunities, you know, for residents and folks outside of here. Um, so, so I think they are very used to us asking them, 
about ideas, you know, but, but again, this just, um, you know, one of the, one of the residents that was a part of the group, she and her husband um, had businesses, uh, you know, and, and they recently retired like two years ago. And she said, Dan, she goes, this, this was so neat. It, it reminded me of like being in the business world, mm. going through ideas, you know, doing these meetings together, building team, you know, the, the, the residents that participated in this have built relationships with themselves that maybe they would not have had the opportunity to before. Just like you and I, when, when we're yeah. at work and we're on a team at work, um, you obviously build closer relationships with the people you're working with. And mm -hmm. so, so even seeing that uh, was a great benefit, I think, for them. Yes, and it's interesting because they were bringing uh, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, business individuals, as you mentioned, uh, ex-teachers, and so you really sort of saw some of the that genius and and the power rally or like that thoroughness, you know, come out within the pictures or or the approach. <clears throat> so right. they sort of brought a hundred percent of themselves to it. So it sounds like culture is really important. You know, just thinking about how this would transfer to other teams, for example, uh, across yeah. industries, like culture is really important. Um, these audiences are vested because these solutions obviously affect themselves on the community. Uh, so really it comes back to if somebody else is looking to do a project to have the people who are affected actually be driving um, potentially that change or have them at the heart of the solution making, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so that really inspires me because it, I'm thinking about, you know, how how we structure other projects and other industries, but that's always going to be um, something to come back to, you know, just to make sure that we're having the people who are affected at, at the heart of the design process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just, you know, for our residents, you know, that just because you retire doesn't mean that you still don't have value and you don't you still are looking for purpose and you're still looking for ways that you can contribute um so so this was a wonderful opportunity for them to to, to be able to to have purpose mm. uh, and, and it didn't end i mean you know yeah we had the, the few meetings with them and they, they come up with the ideas but it didn't end there now you know now they are how can we carry these ideas out what can we do to enhance this even further what can we do to Get additional funding uh, you know, they they've got great great ideas and they, they want to build even further upon them yeah so it'll be neat to see where they take this yes well i think what's really interesting is that the the, I, the solutions are sort of holistic in a sense right like they're thematic whether it's musical or um outdoors or physical mental wellness on um, and so some of the tactics are being initiated by the thousand dollars, but um, because it's thematic as an idea, it gives scope for it to be, you know, like an ongoing uh, endeavor, right? With with grant work and um, and other activity. Right, right. Me. Sorry, they're pounding outside my door. Yes, you've got a little bit of activity there, which is yeah. adds some flavor to this podcast, which is great. Never know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. They're just like they're, they're rebuilding the walkways as we speak. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly. 
Well, Dan, I'm so excited. Um, if you know, if if you think about, you know, what was really great is, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I think our youngest participant uh, is 68, and our oldest participant is 99, who'll be turning 100 this September. You know, yes. and yeah. um, there are a couple of occasions where she, um, you know, came uh, a little bit later to some of the workshops we were doing, doing because, you know, she was actually delivering an exercise class before that, right? Uh, right. And, uh, you know, I'm communicating with some of the musical uh, joy individuals and, you know, their week is packed because they're doing the masters in gardening. And so I'm trying to like squeeze into their schedule. And so it really is, uh, it's just wonderful, um, you know, the level of, um, like you mentioned, purpose and also just, you know, like they're so interwoven into the community um, that there's there's something that they they want to uh, like provide every day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it was amazing just trying to get people to to be able to come down and, and make it to some of these groups because you're right they were so busy you know we we uh, you know some of them lead the tai chi. Uh, classes in, in the aquatic center and you right. mentioned um our 99 year old resident who with with the exercise class and and, and that stuff is so important to them absolutely um, so yeah they, they are definitely very involved um and we're, and we're thankful for that yeah it's amazing well i you know i undoubtedly it's it's you know the culture that that you have helped to foster you know, over all of these years and, and precedes, you know, because you mentioned ECH is, you know, 100 years plus, which is really remarkable. Um, so is, uh, so that just kind of leads me to my next point. If people have any questions for you or they're curious or perhaps they want to roll something like this out into um, their organization, uh, what, uh, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Oh, probably send me an email. And uh, my email address is the letter D Miller mm -hmm. at org. Or they're welcome to call. They can call our main number, which is 419-621-1900. Either way. Amazing. That's great. Yeah, I'd be happy to talk to anybody and yeah, definitely share this because it, it was definitely a great experience. Amazing. Well, Dad, thank you so much for your time. I'm so grateful that you could, uh, snag some time in the middle of your busy day you're welcome thank you and thank you again for uh, helping us with this absolutely well uh listeners as always i'll have the information um about dan and how to get in touch with dan in the show notes uh thank you so much for listening and until next time i'm your host sarah al -Nami. 